What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, all you friendly forest users out there, and welcome to another episode of Echo Station Podcast. I'm Ian, and happy International Women's Day. I'm joined by my favorite woman ever. Sorry, Mom. Uh, my <laughs> co-host, Chris. Hi, everybody. Happy International Women's Day. Isn't that rough, me just saying, sorry, Mom, get yeah. fucked. Here's my co-host that I like better. Oh, no. It's okay. She doesn't listen to this. Um, it's fair. Let's call, it, let's call it Galactic Women's Day. Galactic Women's Day. Galactic Women's Day. Yes, today uh, is International Women's Day, March 8th. We are recording this today. Uh, really, every day should be International Women's Day, but yeah. that's just... I'm really stoked you know. that this has finally caught on in the U.S. Because Women's Day has been like a really big deal in um, Europe, especially Western Europe, for a, really, for a pretty long time. And it, I don't know, like every, I remember for so long, I would, I would text my friends and be like, happy women's day. And they would be like, what? Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Like, thank you for letting us know that. Yeah. The thing guys, come on. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm very happy that it is now a big thing in the U S. Uh, so in honor of that, uh, Chris and I, we were going to do originally a, double feature character spotlight on Ayla Sakura and Shock T. But we realized that if we go through the canon stuff for both of them, it wouldn't take up a whole hour, really. Yeah, it would take up maybe 30 minutes at most. Not much to say, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. The Legend stuff, there's so much to go off of for these two characters. But if we're going just strictly with canon, yeah, nothing. Yeah. And I assume as time goes on and the current... I don't know, you know, the current Disney-held runs, comics and whatnot, go. There there will be more. I'm sure that they'll Hopefully. pick them up and, and do something with them, because they're, they're, they're very interesting characters. Even uh, just what is canonical right now is very interesting. Yes, so. but so we're like, well, what can we do? Ahaha, uh, it's International Women's Day, so we're going to be talking about our favorite gals in the galaxy. <laughs> Look at that. Yay. Galaxy gals. I promise it won't just be another episode of us fangirling over Leia. No, it's not going to be a fan episode of Leia, Ventress, or Ahsoka. It's going to be a fan episode of all, well not all, but a lot of the uh, yes. women in Star Wars. 
but before we do that, we do have a bit of news, not necessarily Star Wars news that's been out and about in the world, but some personal news for the station. Uh, and that is that starting next month, which is what is this month? March? March. Yeah. So starting April. <laughs> uh, well, I guess actually technically starting after this episode, right? technically starting in March-ish, April, uh, we're going to be going to one episode a month instead of uh, bi-weekly. Uh, it's going to be, it's a lot easier for both of us recording-wise, uh, you know, strenuous uh, stuff has been happening, and so... We just have a lot going on, you know, yes. behind the scenes, and it's just, it's hard to really pin down a time to do this every couple weeks, and honestly, there's not a lot to talk about right now either. Correct, yeah. Now, when May the 4th hits, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff, and, you know, towards December and all that stuff. But right now, it's it's the best for us. Um, now, that being said, we do have two miniseries still. We have the season three and finale of Padme's Closet, and then we have presumably the book of Boba Fett in December. That's at least it's still slated for that to be coming yes. out. Uh, those two miniseries will still be multiple episodes because we cannot cram Padme's outfits into into one long episode. No, we cannot. We would not be the just. We can't do justice to those outfits that no. way. It's not not fun. So those two series will still be, uh, their traditional miniseries of multiple episodes. Yada yada yada. Um, we still plan on getting a you know couple guests on. We're still working on that. Uh, so like when we get a guest on, we might do another episode the week after that, just because, you know, uh, uh, we don't want to maybe necessarily take up a whole month slot, but with just one guest, we can do, you know, another mini episode after that or something like that. But, yes. um, my cat's chasing her tail. She's on the bed and she's acting Aww. stupid. I'm just watching her. She's he's stupid. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be happening. Uh, like I said, starting after this episode, uh Padme's closet should be coming back hopefully mid May ish. Early May. We'll see. Yeah. Um and then obviously Book of Boba Fett will be still hopefully fingers crossed December. We don't know. Yeah. And if but, anything happens in the meantime, then we will yeah. talk about it. Obviously, you know, there's the Bad Batch coming out too. We'll be talking about that. Maybe yes. not do a full series on those review episodes, but we'll definitely be talking no. about it when it comes but out. We'll talk about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a quick little break, uh, and then we'll come back and we're just going to talk, we're just going to shoot the shit about women in the galaxy. Yeah, we're going to do that. All right. We're right back. Guys. I like it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
And we're back. Hello, Hello. everyone. Uh, if you hear a slight humming in the background, it's not a bomb. Don't worry. Uh, uh, well, at least I hope it's not a bomb. Not yet. Uh, yeah. No, uh, it's my laundry. Sorry, yeah. I record in the basement. My laundry's in the basement, and I, I got I got a laundry. Yes, she has. She has a family of laundry to do. So yeah, yeah. So anyway. apologies ahead of time, but yeah. Um, so let's just shoot the shit, yes? Yeah. So, so yeah, you you go first. I think I think this topic works so well with Star Wars because for a lot of women, I think Star Wars was like a gateway drug. <laughs> yes. Into science fiction because it did have a strong female character who wasn't just arm candy and wasn't dumb, you know, wasn't like some damsel in distress. I mean, you know, even though obviously the series starts with we gotta go rescue the princess, it's obvious the princess can take care of her, yeah. her own shit She's when she a really needs to. self-rescuing princess. Yeah. So I think that just off the bat, Leia's contribution to to womanhood and to feminism is just it's just massive so you know of course she will always be one of my favorite she's kind of the og in that sense because before her i don't remember many self-rescuing princesses who would just say fuck off men let me do it my damn self yeah there weren't that many there weren't that many (laughs) not not too yeah not too uh I mean, not to crap too much on sci-fi, but it's not exactly a haven for women. No. Uh, so yeah, definitely she's... I mean, we we cannot have this day and not mention her. Just to, you know, we can't. Yeah. And then from that, you know, so so starting off that, you know, getting me into, into Star Wars... Um, I mean, obviously, Star Trek has really strong women. That's a, that's a big deal, too. Um... But it's not everybody's cup. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Nope. It's my. It's also my cup of tea. But it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, you like you like mini tea. Yeah. <laughs> um. So from Leia, of course. So I, you know, loved Leia. Mm-hmm. Really, really got into the story. And then there were no more movies. So then I moved on to the books. And really early on, I think I was like nine. I found the um heir to the empire trilogy by timothy zahn and of course that introduced me to my lifelong love of mara jade and mara jade is of course an incredibly dynamic um awesome character who has a lot of depth um who has you know a very interesting character arc throughout well throughout that trilogy itself but you know like as she was used by other authors, you know, going down the line, just going from this hyper-trained assassin, almost like a, you know, like a puppet of the Emperor, to to being a, a pivotal Jedi, and, you know, a pivotal person in the reconstruction of the Jedi and mm-hmm. the New Republic and whatnot. It, it's just, it's a really interesting arc, and the fact that she was also a really strong character um but but broken in many ways i kind of really latched onto that <laughs> yeah and i mean she 
she was created as a villain first. Yes. And then became, you know, the wife of Luke Skywalker and mm-hmm. then uh, redeemer of some. And Yeah. She was a fun character. I really do wish they'd bring her into the canon in some form. I really do. Like, she's, there's so much to play with with that character. Yeah. I think it's just, it's hard because of the direction they've already gone in. Um, but, you know, we don't, we don't really get a tremendous amount of background on what happened to Luke between Return of the Jedi and... Um, no, it's 30 years of... Yeah. And the sequel trilogy. So uh, w- there's no... You know, there's no way for us to know that he he wasn't married or that he didn't have a special person and that, you know, that special person absolutely could have been part of mm-hmm. his academy, his, his training thing, and could have been killed by Kylo. I mean, that would make sense for him. Excuse me. Beep, beep. God, it's a bomb. <laughs> yeah, it's a bomb. Duck, duck. <laughs> anyway, that would, that would make sense for him, you know, completely wanting to go off the grid between feeling like he betrayed his family and then that leading to him losing two people he loved, basically. Right. And blaming himself for that. You know, I don't know. And he just may not have wanted to talk about that. So there's, there's ways. There's absolutely ways that they could. Oh, yeah canonize that per se without question yeah uh yeah so you know the the galaxy star wars is actually full of a lot of strong women and i really have to give it up to disney and kathleen kennedy for bringing more female characters more female voices into star wars because uh, without it, it was just Leia and Padme who basically had speaking lines in yeah <laughs> in it. And you know, with Kathleen Kennedy in charge and Disney, you've gotten Ray, you've gotten Rose, you've gotten uh, you know, all these characters in seven, eight, and nine. Kato Kalkonix, you've gotten uh, 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 ha 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 ha. Vice Admiral Laura Dern. Um, <laughs> Vice Admiral Holdo. Thank you. <laughs> Laura Dern. <laughs> Vice Admiral Laura Dern. Laura Pew Pew Dern. Yes. Um, so, you know, and there's a bunch more obviously that we you know we're kind of glossing over, but there's a lot in yeah. 7, 8, and 9 that deserve our praise. Um, one, I mean, let's let's talk about Ray for a second. I know everybody likes to crap on Ray for some reason. She's well, we know why. But I love Ray. I think Ray is fantastic. I love her look. I love that you know, it's not I don't know. She's got a practical, interesting look. It's subdued. I love her. I love her youth and her, you know, her hopefulness. Um she really is a female Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah. So it's hard not to love her. It's fair. Uh, yeah, she has a, you know, her sense of adventure and her sense of morality, and you know, she's also very naive though too. Yeah. She's, well, and that makes sense. She's very young. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you and I both did stupid shit when we were young and didn't yeah. trust a whole lot of people that we probably shouldn't have. Well, and we were also not so not sheltered but we were not so kept from society as she was i mean like she just lives yeah. in this tiny little awful 
bubble that is her life, of course she's going to be naive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's not a Mary Sue. That's just... No. I don't... I, don't... I hate that. I hate the term Mary Sue. I hate I know. the whole thing behind a Mary Sue. Because a Mary Sue is just a lead female character that's written like a male female character. Yeah. Or male character. Uh, male lead character. Hang on. Hold on. R- male lead character. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I got there. I got there. I got there. Took yeah. her a minute, but she's there, folks. Yeah. That's that's all it is. Yeah. And it's it's just the whole concept. And, of but she's her Mary own Sue. she's her own thing. And so I I hate when she's called Mary Sue because it's very much not that. Yeah. No, if she's a Mary Sue, then Luke Skywalker is a Mary Sue. Yeah. Um you know, and I can see why people maybe didn't like her at first, but I kinda thought the last Jedi redeemed her. Yeah, I liked her. I don't know. I'm, I mean I like her, it's not I mean, the it's not the best story, but no, I, I liked her direction. Seven, eight, nine yeah. stories was very muddled, like especially with episode yeah. nine. We just actually tweeted on our Twitter, by the way, follow us at Echo Station Cast. Uh, <laughs> of like a five issue so far comic that someone has drawn yes. based off of the story and storyboards of the original episode nine. What could have been? What could have been? And it's so cool. And I just now hate the Rise of Skywalker after <laughs> reading that. And I know I would never say that, but damn it, that's just... Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, I enjoyed watching I enjoyed watching the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Like, I had fun. I had fun with it. But the longer time goes on, the more I watch the, the sequel trilogy, the more annoyed and angry I get of what could have been and what wasn't. It's just... Yeah. So frustrating. And a big part of that is that, you know, we didn't get a lot of really, really fleshed out female characters that we were given. We were given really good bases with Holdo, with Ray, with Rose, with Jaina. You know, uh, the, there could have been so much more that we could have yeah. explored. They sidelined Rose and they gave basically all her lines to Dominic uh, uh, Moynihan. Moynihan. Uh, no, not Moynihan. No. That's a different guy. That's, not, <laughs> That's yeah, a totally no, different guy. No, um, <laughs> oh, um, God, that would have been so funny. Hold on, I think I have a signature up on this card. Hang on. You do. Oh, That's right. I do. I just got. I opened a box of uh, of uh, signature cards and I I popped his. So let me see what it says. Hang on. It's similar no, to Moynihan. No, no, it is. It's Dominic uh, Moynihan. Yeah, it's yeah. not Moynihan though. It's not Moynihan. That's a different it's actor. Moynihan. Yeah. Mon- Monaghan. Mon- Mary from Lord of the yeah. Rings. Yeah, the Hobbit guy. The Hobbit yeah. guy. Uh, they basically, not basically, they did. They gave all of Rose's stuff to him because he's friends with J.J. Abrams and, you know, put him in the movie. And that's how it works in the Hollywood Dick Club, apparently. Yes, and so Rose had some really cool stuff to do and they just gave it all to him. And I'm like, but Rose. Yeah. I know, and I like him. Like I do too. We're not dogging on him. It's just what, you know. But why not just give him give other him things his, to do? Give him his own thing. Yeah. Give him his own thing instead of taking it away from Rose. All right. Um. Yeah. Another character we should mention that was in uh the sequel trilogy is Phasma. Oh God! Yes. Oh my God! I completely forgot. As did most Such other people. A fr- right. <laughs> because. Forgettable, completely forgettable, and yeah. it was such a great build-up to this really interesting character. And they're like, 
Well, you can go read the book. Don't, don't, don't do that. I know, it, yeah. Don't do that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, by the way, you do want to hear more from Kelly Marie Tran. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon, for which she is the principal voice actress. Such a good Is movie. now out on Disney+, Plus, and it is beautiful. It beautiful is worth movie. the 30 bucks. Like, Mulan was not worth the $30. No, no, this no, This is no, worth no. $30. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and I wanted, I wanted to support that they're showing more it's movies like so this, cute. that they're focusing more on represent- representative movies. It's it's just, it's really nice. It's beautiful. It's got a good story. And Aquafina's in it, too. And Aquafina's hilarious. And Aquafina is hilarious in it. Yeah. No, all of the it. All of the voice acting is, is really on point for yeah. this movie. So, yeah. uh, Plug so that yeah. in there. Um, it's a great, yeah, great movie. Go, go watch it. Um, but yeah, so Phasma, again, such a cool character, and she is literally the Boba Fett of the sequel trilogy. Uh, although she got to do more than Boba Fett did, let's be honest. Yeah, but what she did like didn't help. No, it didn't. It, it just, just you know, looked cool doing it. it she, uh, it didn't yeah, help. she was very underutilized. I was so upset that they you know, what they did to her, and they killed her off in 8, they could have easily kept her alive for episode 9, which yep. that was the original plan, she was supposed to be alive, but they said nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's a really cool character, and I hope we get to see something, like, with her backstory, or something. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do with her. There is, but there isn't at the same time. It's like, yeah. eh. I feel like if we get another, if we get another series, like the Clone Wars, but for um, like the building of the Republic and the rise of the First Order instead. Then we did. It's called Star Wars Resistance, and it was horrible. Shh, we don't talk about Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> and when she was in there, too, by the way, but it was just, it was not a good show. Was she? Oh, God. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie, Christie voiced her in the first season. I didn't know that because I didn't even watch the whole first season because it was that bad. I literally only watched the episodes with her in it and Poe. I watched like three episodes and then noped out. Yeah, it, it just uh, it annoyed me so much. No, it's fair. Okay, yeah. So that doesn't count. So again, <laughs> let me count. reiterate. Let me reiterate. If we get a Clone Wars like series, okay, there we go. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. We get a Rebels version of Resistance. Then I'll, yeah, I'll even take yeah a Rebels version of Resistance. I'll take it. But no, I, I don't have Clone Wars, but I'll take Rebels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. She was, like I said, a fun character, and she had a really cool duel with Finn, but again, so wasted. Yep, totally wasted. Wasted, wasted, wasted. Um, and, I mean, we're missing a, we're missing talking about a big character, which is uh, Padme. Yeah, well, we just haven't gotten to her, so now we will. Okay, let's talk about Padme. Yeah, no, Padme's great, because once again, she well... she comes in as a very, well, she's written, she's written great, and I think that there were issues well... with the last movie. Is where I always find the issues. I find issues when he confesses to slaughtering women and children and men, and she goes, I want to just fuck you right now. Yeah, so my headcanon, my headcanon is that he was force tricking her. Stop like, it. That, he was like some, there was like some mind force fuckery rapage going on here. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> because. She is a smart woman. She is so clever. Not a real good taste in men, but 
But politics great. Terrible taste in men. <laughs> and you know what? And also, okay, so that can, that it really does humanize her, and that really does make her relatable because a lot of us, present company included, <laughs> have terrible taste in men. Hi, hello, it's us. We're the present company included. <laughs> just, just abysmal taste in men. Yeah, sometimes um, we, we catch a good one. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, but you know. We make great decisions in other realms of our life. Yes. And this is Padme. Padme is great at her job. She's good with people. She loses her mind for the dick. Yeah. This is what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> for what the happens. space dick. For the space dick. Why it was that particular space dick, I don't know. When yeah. Obi-Wan was right there, I don't know. All right. Yeah, uh, she's another great character in Star Wars. Uh, she really, you know, I think actually when you watch episode three, she's the only female character to have any lines in the whole movie. Yeah, there should be others, but she's the <sighs> only one because George cut out the rest of the scenes. Yeah, there there are some very questionable decisions that George made as a yeah. director when it comes to women and. One day I would love to personally ask him about those. Oh, God. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Just be like... Sup? What's Why? up? Why? Why? <laughs> um, and with... uh, Actually, with the Clone Wars, with episode two and three, we got a lot of female characters from the Clone Wars that we really love. Yes. So, again... The Clone Wars shines and is, you know, just exemplary about everything. Because, yeah, yeah it, not only did it, not only did it introduce new characters, new very strong female characters, it gave depth to a lot of pre-existing characters that had been brought up in the prequels, including Padme. Correct. But a lot, um, a lot for which we mentioned at the beginning of the show for for Ayla and for Shakti. Yes, Ayla had, Shakti and Shakti are yeah. two big players in the Clone Wars. Yeah, and they had some great episodes that was, you know, based around them and Yes, and their designs are cool. I mean, a, they a look Twilight beautiful. Jedi. You don't really see Twi'leks as Jedis. You don't Yeah. It's a rarity and, you know, Shakti was the first Togruta we saw yeah. in episode 2 and then of course comes Ahsoka. Yeah. And which is another female favorite. It's I think I think that Ayla's a really good representation for her species. Yeah, it shows that, you know, you don't have to be a slave and suck dick to, to Yeah, survive. apparently, yeah. You're not just, no, you don't just have to be arm candy. But I also like the idea that, you know, she doesn't dress like a typical Jedi, Jedi. either. No, yeah. She's like, this is how my, this is what my people wear. This it's is my what, culture. This is what we do. This is my culture, and I want to nod to that because and the same thing again, with like you know Shakti and like Luminara and Barris. Yep. They you know yes. very much dress in their culture and their robes, which yeah. I do like that George gave each Jedi kind of, at least in that sense, their own look. Like they weren't just the tunics that you know Generic, Mace, yeah. Obi Wan, Yoda, and all them yeah. wore. Which it's interesting that the men tend to be generic looking clothing wise correct generic jedi looking but the women all seem to nod to whatever culture they come from and i really like that which i'm not opposed to that yeah that's fine no i think it's very cool uh but yeah two other characters really big that came from the clone wars one being ahsoka tano yes which is 
obviously, you know, an entire force unto herself. She's arguably more popular than, like, Ray, for example. Oh, no, she absolutely is. Absolutely like, with, is. with kids, I think Ray's a little more popular, but, like, with, you know, teens and adults, Ahsoka takes the cake with that one. See, I would argue that Ahsoka is more popular with kids. See, I think adults, though, kind of more gravitate towards her because of her journey that she's been through. Hmm. And that she's a survivor, and that, you know... Well, I know my own kids are Ahsoka fans. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think she, she resonates on both the scales, but I think a little yeah. more personally towards I think she's just, adults. She's, she's colorful, and she's interesting, and she has a really cool arc. Yes, and, she yeah. has many, many arcs. Um, and she crosses blades quite a few times with another fan favorite, which is yes. Asajj Ventress. Yes. We Ventress promised is a you, fantastic we, villain. We promised this would not be like a, a yeah. just us talking about Ventress a lot, but we We're have to talk about it. This, so, sorry. But yeah, another another very dynamic, well written character, you know, who has obvious flaws, you know, aside from just being initially a villain, but right, um, is redeemable, you know, and has character depth and has you know you know her own her own moral compass. Her own moral code that makes sense towards the end of her the, life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. She's she's another great, great, great character that I wish we would get more of. We're not going to, I don't think, but I wish we would get more of. Yeah. Uh, and like we mentioned, like Luminara, Barris, uh, Shakti, Ayla. Yeah. Um, I love that Ayla has like a French accent in the Clone Wars. Oh, I love that the Twi'leks have French accents. <laughs> that always cracks me up. <laughs> Well, and she does it very. The voice actress who Jennifer Hale, she if you if you Google her, her IMD page is literally like I think five pages long. Oh wow! Yeah, she's <coughs> been in everything that you can think of. That's funny. Um, but yeah, under Dave's instructions, that was you know what they wanted the Twilight to sound like because she never had any speaking lines in Episode Three. No, she didn't, and I think I mean we only got a little bit from Ula. Yeah, which is in Hatties, so you don't get to hear anything. Yeah. So, you know, it's... The Mandalorian ones don't. I mean, they, obviously they had a lot of lines, but they're just... No, correct. Uh, but another Twilight we need to bring up as well is Hera. Yes! Also Hera, Hera, Sabine, uh, those two in Rebels were great, great, great fleshed yeah, out characters. Hera is alternate space mom. Yeah. Um, Hera and Leia are space bombs. She she's a fun fun character. She's she she's no nonsense. I yeah, love she, it. She takes she's no great. shit, but yeah. she's also very nurturing and very compassionate. Yes, uh, she is very much like Leia in that sense. One of my favorite interactions with her, like kind of just one off interactions with her, is the one of the early episodes of Rebels with uh, with Lando. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's just such a it's just such a great episode. <laughs> she's so just like cringing at his charm, and she's like, uh huh, sure. Yep, <laughs> she's fun. Um, also, two other characters we have to mention from the Clone Wars that, well, one from the Clone Wars that made her way into Rebels as well is uh, Bo Katan. Yes, well, we've got we've got three iterations. Of yes, we have we have Clone Wars, we have Rebels, and we have Mando, and yep. they're all the same but they're all a little different too like during the clone Wars, she's very much in the first you know few arcs we see her in she's very much with death watch yeah. she's very much in that terrorist group she's very much you know kill or she's, be killed she's young 
She is. She's very young. And, uh, and then she evolves. Yeah. I mean, and you can you can understand why with everything that happens on her planet, with her sister being murdered, you know, yes. all these. Yeah. And then, yeah, Rebels is her trying to take back Mandalore, trying to take it back for the people. Very much kind of a Mandalorian freedom fighter, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Mando, she's on a mission to claim something to bring Mando Mandalorian pe- Mandalore peace, excuse me, again. So she's a fun character. Um, another f- kind of fun uh, character that we've only seen in one, well, not one iteration, but we've only seen in one movie is uh, Jen Erso. Oh, yeah. Right. And it sucks because she gets blown away. But oh, God, that movie will never not break my heart. Like it's it's the Star I, Wars Suicide Squad. It is. It really is. And I knew, like halfway through the movie, I was like, none of these people are gonna live. See, I didn't think that. I thought that they're just gonna go off and do other rebellious things. I'm like, no. Oh my god. I was God. like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. It doesn't. I was like, it doesn't make sense for any Once of these K2 people. Once K two got live. it, I was like, okay, no one's going out here alive. Yeah, no, everybody's gonna die. And that is such a fascinating dynamic for a movie to have all of your lead heroes die. Perish. Yeah. No one survives. Literally. But it no works. One it's so effective. It's oh, so it works, effective. But it just it's sucks a, that it works. It's I it's a Star Wars movie, but it is such a fantastic war movie. Yeah. I love it. Uh she's great in it. And then we also get she was in episode three, but the, her scenes got deleted. We get Mon Mothma. Yes. Hello. Uh, she, our friend Lydia Hartwell, uh, cosplays as Mon Mothma beautifully, yes. might I add. Fantastic Mon Mothma. Uh, but she's, and she's coming back for the Andor series as well. I love, I love that she is a powerful leader. <laughs> well, that too. But <laughs> that she is very, she has this very calming presence. She does. And I don't, and, it could be also because of her voice mixed with she wears like only white. Yeah. But yeah, I really like Mon Mothman and the yeah. Legends stuff. Mon Mothman plays a huge role in the New oh, Republic. Massive. And stuff. She yeah. becomes Chancellor. Yeah, she's super. She's super influential in, yeah. um, especially on Leia's career. Oh, but yeah. in but in in canon, she is as well. Um, in canon, Mon Mothman is really what pulls Leia into the rebellion. She's kind of like her go-to person before. Yeah. Before Leia's parents even know that she's really in on this, um, <clears throat> there's some great there's some great writing by Claudia Gray. Um, Fantastic for Mon Mothma's character, and I I really enjoyed reading that. Which you don't expect a character like that to have like much to do, but I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That- no, she's just. I mean, she she was the driving force of the rebellion. Absolutely. Um, we also uh, we should talk about some of, like the B side characters as well, B and C side characters because. Well, we yeah. talked about Bo-Katan, but we didn't really talk about Satine. Satine, yeah. Uh, she is the, the you know the Duchess. She's leading people, and she's very much like Padme. Um, yes, she's very politically passionate. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I think it's interesting that she goes. You know, she she bucks tradition of her of her people. Like she's she's very much about Mandalore and about Mandalorian pride, but at the same time, like she's a pacifist. Um. You know, and, and believes in being able to 
do things peacefully and talk things out in you know in a different way for Mandalore to be. Um, I also like that it it really brought more depth to Obi Wan by having their relationship be a they thing. Fucked. <laughs> they fucked. They totally did. This yeah. is this is the real reason why Obi Wan wasn't interested in Padme. <laughs> yeah, because he had some little blonde on the side. There you go. No, yeah, I. I, I like Satine. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, our, our friend Lydia Hartwell cosplays <laughs> Satine. <laughs> Beautifully, again, might I add. Yes. Um, yeah, she she kind of embodies Satine. Just, I'm very jealous that she can, one, pull off that outfit because that's a really weird and hard outfit it is, to pull It off. is a very bizarre outfit, but it looks great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so other some like B and C side characters, you have Aura Singh. You have uh, Zam so Wessel. cool looking. Gosh. You have uh, Sice Noodles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have Ula. You have Linmi. You have Rystal, uh Griata. You have... You have Rose's sister, whose name I'm forgetting. Paige. Paige. I can remember Paige, but I couldn't remember Laura Dern's character. Jesus Christ. Yeah, good job there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh... You have a lot of, you know, B and C side characters who wind up getting a lot to do in either comics or, you know, whatever it may be, but not necessarily so much in the movies. Like, Aura yeah. Singh had five seconds of screen time, if that, in episode one, and she blew up. Yeah. And people, but people loved her because she was just this bizarrely striking character. Yeah, she was like in a bright orange jumpsuit, a high ponytail, sniper on her back, and bald. Like, oh my god. She's like pale as all hell and super yeah. tall. And yeah, it's really funny. That's what you can do. You could do Singh. You don't have to use any body paint. Everybody has always told me I should do Orsing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just, and what I would do is I would just get like a, I would just get a, a bald cap yeah. and I would cut out a hole and just put my ponytail through it. Basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, Chris is like extremely pale. Like literally I'm looking at her on Zoom right now and it is just white. <laughs> it's just blinding white, like Gandalf the white showing up for the first time white. I mean, it doesn't help that my 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 um camera is ancient, and so I'm pretty much just like eyeballs and a mouth. It's very fun. Like it's always fun to do <laughs> Zoom with her because it's just like that. Uh, but I yeah, tried to buy another webcam, okay? But the pandemic happened, and then everybody no, bought a webcam. Yeah. <laughs> and there were and then, no more webcams. That's fine. It's it's fair. Um, I'm trying. Like, there's a lot of female characters in Star Wars, and I should have gotten the my Women of Star Wars book that I have. Which is fantastic, by the way. If you don't have that, go yeah. pick it up. Well, I'm not even like touching on legend stuff. There was oh no, so much to take for and you know, and they're like, I still, I will always miss Jaina and the various, oh, yeah. the various Jedi Academy characters, um, because they were all fun and they had you know very prominent roles. They were fun. Uh, like, like the older every stuff. single person that Luke Skywalker ever hooked up with and then was tragically murdered. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the way of Legends. There's uh, Darth Talon from Legends. There's, yes, she is super uh, cool looking. Bastila Shaw. Sean? Shaw? Uh-oh. Shaw. Shaw? Yeah. From the Old Republic. Yeah, the cool uh, yellow yellow bell looking Jedi. Which I don't know if she's canon. I because don't know either, because that's so old. I know, I don't know. Who also, by the way, she's voiced by the same actress who does Ayla's voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, Jennifer Hill has done everything. 
I should uh, Google this person because I probably know who she is. Oh, you know who she is. As soon as you listen to like voice clips and audio clips, you're like, oh, I know who this is. Um, but Jennifer Hill or Hale? Hale, H A L E. That's what I thought you said. Canadian like, American. Literally. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I totally know who she is. Literally take two seconds. Yep, there we go. Yep. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just love the women of Star Wars, and I wish there was more. I wish that we would get a lot more. I know with Patty Jenkins doing a Star Wars movie, uh, that we should hopefully get some great, really cool female pilots. That'll be really cool. I think it's going to be... It's Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And speaking of female... Um, Iden Versio from Battlefront. Oh, and her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little Iden Versio. I don't remember her daughter's name. Uh, I'm blanking. Z- Zed? Yeah. Zeb. Is it Zeb? No. no. Is it? I think so. I feel like it is. Hold on. Zeb? It's like... Yeah. yeah. I, oh, God. My Zeb? computer's listening. Uh, my computer's listening to me. It is Zay. Zay? Zay. It's Zay. It's Zay. It's Zay. Okay, I'm like, Zeb is on Rebels. He's not... Yeah. No, it's, it's Zay. I knew it was a Z. It's a Z thing. Yeah, yeah okay, so Zay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's not right. Yeah, Zay and Aiden are really cool characters. They are. They're very fun. And I would desperately love to see either or both of them in a live action. Or continue in the games. I mean, yeah. obviously not Aiden because she's dead, but I guess they could do Aiden beca- like during the years in between they could sure. definitely do that never mind yeah no there's like a huge time jump they yeah kept, there's plenty of time for totally. a, a rebel um but yeah there's a whole lot of female characters in star wars that obviously we didn't get to touch on but we did talk about a good plenty um so do you have like a a number one favorite that isn't like a, a main main character mm. oh that's a good question Um, everybody I keep thinking of is like is like a main character. Um, maybe Shakti, just because she's I like her voice, but just she's very <laughs> she's so she's so powerful, but in a very like even keeled way. Yeah. Plus, I like the fact that she she basically almost completely stopped all of order 66 from happening like like she was just like this close yeah this close super close just right just on the tip of your tongue right there like she knew something was up she totally knew something was up and then yeah and then missed yeah um do you do you consider ahsoka a main character yeah i wasn't gonna say ventress because i consider her a main character okay damn it as i said it's hard yeah, um, so if I had to pick one, let's see, that is tricky. Very, very tricky. I really like Aura, because in the Clone Wars, in the comics, she does some really cool she stuff. She's really and in cool. the Legends, she was a former Jedi. Yeah, she was badass in Legends, and yeah. they totally kneecapped her yeah um she's just a bloodthirsty bounty hunter and she collects lightsaber trophies much like grievous did and so i i really liked her she was so fun she was cool yeah i can see that yeah um so that about wraps us up here 
um, on this International Day of the Women. Of the Women. Of the Women. Uh, so don't forget to follow us at Echo Station Cast. Um, don't forget also with our our schedule change that uh, we'll be back in April with a new episode. Yep, yep. Um, and then obviously Padme's Closet after that and various other things. Uh, so Chris, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at the Dirt Witch on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find me at Chris Jaded. And uh, be sure to drop us a line. Give us a shout out. Um, tell us what your favorite female characters, your favorite women of Star Wars are. Yes, tweet us, like I said, at Equization Cast. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or really any podcast site that you find us on. We appreciate the the feedback that you all give us. Um, you can find me at IR Turner on the Twitters or at House of Turner Cosplay on uh, the Instagrams. The Instagrams. The But until next time, guys, stay happy, stay healthy. Happy International Women's Day. And may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Also, the force is female. I'm going to piss off the a bunch of people by saying that. The force is female. And end. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.